to Gardening with Angelo on News Radio WTAM 1100. Now your host, Angelo Petiti. Yeah, welcome to the Gardening with Angelo. Our phone number, area code 216-578-1100 or 216-578-1111. Well, we've had uh, quite a bit of heat the last uh, week or so, and then uh, we've also had uh, a fair amount of rain in some areas. Some areas are uh, pretty dry, but especially along the lake, it seems like uh, it's kind of very, very spotty on uh, what the um, the moisture uh, they got, um, they got there, but, uh, you know, overall, I think we got, uh, you know, we were way over, um, the, you know, the, uh, amount for the time of the year, uh, rain wise, uh, good, uh, good water supply, you know, underground. So we should be, uh, not uh, hurting too much for, uh, you know, for moisture as the season goes on. But with the moisture, uh, definitely there's been, um, a lot of, uh, a lot of issues, especially, uh, as you start to look around some of the, uh, uh the, the insects are chewing, you know, a lot of the, uh, uh, the, the chewing insect on, especially on the, the cucumbers, the, uh, zucchini, uh, the tomatoes. Make sure that uh, on the tomatoes you remove all your bottom leaves. Uh, those are, uh, they don't really, uh, do anything there, but, uh, you know, you don't want them to arbor uh, insects or, or eggs, um, you know, for the insect to, uh, you know, to, to sprout, you know, to, to kind of generate on. So you want to make sure that, uh, you uh, kind of keep things a little bit cleaner. Um, also watch out for all the areas where water has been sitting, you know, try to, uh, clean it up so that, uh, it doesn't become a mosquito, uh, breeding ground, uh, you know, in those areas. The, um, <clears throat> the Japanese beetles have definitely been, uh, very, um, uh, you know, coming on very strong in uh, certain areas. So, uh, be on the lookout. If you see the first ones, that's basically the males are kind of uh, laying uh, the uh, the eggs over there um, and trying to attract the uh, the females to come there. So, make sure that you place your beetle traps as far away uh, from the house as you can or the areas where you don't want them to go. Uh, and, uh, you know, at, at the same time, if you see some, go ahead and spray them with either eight or, or uh, Captain Jack's dead brew, uh, on the vegetables. Make sure that you use, uh, Captain Jack's, uh, that's a, uh, totally organic, uh, that is really, uh, that will pretty much control that or bioneme, uh, both of those will control pretty much anything on the, uh, on the vegetables. You just have to do a little bit more often because it doesn't last, uh, very long. Um, the Japanese beetles will also be laying the eggs in the lawn. Uh, so make sure that you apply growbacks. This is, uh, really the best time to do that. So that it gives you the whole year protection on it. Uh, so that you're not, you don't have to worry about them, uh, you know, keep, um, you know, keeping in there. So, uh, then also on the, if you start to see any kind of, uh, discoloring, uh, you know, in the lawn, uh, use cast disease, uh, X or bonide infuse. Uh, these are, uh, these will take care of their, their, uh, They'll last quite a while, and uh, you will get uh, you know good control, especially now that you have a week that uh, the weather is going to be uh, fairly uh, fairly dry out there. Uh, so it'll be a, really a perfect time to uh, 
you know, to, to apply that with the, with the rain, uh, that's definitely going to be, it's been definitely leached out a lot of the fertilizer out of the, um, the pots, out of the ground, uh, on your annuals. Make sure that you give them a good air cut. Make sure you trim them, um, uh, and feed them, feed them heavy with Osmocote. Uh, this is the time that you want to do that. Uh, don't worry about uh, them, you know, uh, being out of flower for a little bit. It'll, it'll only take about four or five days. It'll be right back in flower. Uh, but very important to cut them back, uh, clean them up, especially if you have any kind of dead leaves or yellow leaves there. Uh, you want to make sure that you remove those because uh, those will be, uh, you know, that's one way for them to arbor for disease. Uh, stay on top of your vegetables. Uh, make sure that you really spray them uh, with copper fungicide. Uh, get ahead of it uh, or use, use the uh, Captain Jack's Dead Brew uh, if in case you see any uh, insect or any kind of caterpillars. Um, check out your parsley. The parsley seems like it's been uh, attracting caterpillars. Uh, much more than I've than I've seen in the past. Uh, so before you pick it, kind of check it out. And uh, uh, if you see anything on there, just use Captain Jack's uh, uh, Dead Brew. The um, the raspberries, blueberries are starting to getting ready to, to fruit now. Uh, I would just go ahead and net them so that you'll get some. If not, the birds are going to get most of them. Um, make sure that um, you know you. Uh, uh, do that and kind of tie them at the bottom so that they don't, you know, they have a tendency to find a way to get in, uh, from the bottom. Uh, also for chipmunks and groundhogs, raccoons, skunk and squirrels, uh, repels all works very well. Uh, do that right around the areas where you see them. That'll, that'll keep them out. Uh, and mole max will keep any kind of, uh, boring, you know, uh, moles and voles, especially and squirrels out of the area. Uh, with mole max, you gotta make sure that you, uh, that you go ahead and water it in because it, uh, it has to soak into the, uh, into the soil in order to, you know, to really work well. So when you do it, uh, this is also the time if you have not fed your lawn, this is the time to go ahead and put your, uh, regular fertilizer down, uh, or you can go ahead and put, uh, the weed and feed. If you are going to use weed and feed, make sure that you do it early in the morning when there's, uh, that, uh, dew on the ground that will give you 100% uh, coverage. Um, a little list of some of the new varieties of plants that uh, will give you, uh, plenty of color pretty much all summer long. These are, uh, the most amazing new varieties of plants that have, uh, come up in the last two or three years. A lot of color, uh, very, very easy to grow. Um, most of them are pretty much uh, maintenance-free. Uh, so uh, just uh, kind of if you want color around a patio or if you just want to go ahead and put uh, uh, a area that uh, you can enjoy color pretty much all through the summer, uh, these are some of the plants that will do extremely, extremely well. Uh, Invincible Spirit 2. Now, th- this one over here is... Uh, uh, a um, spin of the Invincible. Um, uh, this is a little bit shorter, uh, much stronger stalks, beautiful big flowers in uh, uh, in a pinkish uh, red, uh, like a raspberry color. Uh, very, very hardy, very strong, reliable bloomer. You never have to worry about these blooming year. They will bloom year in and you're out. And as they get older, they just get better and better and better. Invincible Ruby. Uh, this one is a shorter than Invincible Spirit. Very, very large bloom. Uh, the blooms are about eight, around, around eight inches uh, round. Uh, very, very prolific. They bloom all summer. You just, as the blooms get done, cut them off and they will just keep right on going all the way through, uh, through the summer. 
Little Lime, uh, Little Quick Fire, and Bobo. Those are three paniculata hydrangeas. They're on the dwarf side, Bobo is being the shortest one. Uh, these will bloom pretty much nonstop all summer. Uh, one thing about these varieties, go ahead and the, as they, the bloom is done, cut it off. It will re-break, and uh, generally you will get the second flush. Uh, blooms all the way into late October and sometimes even November if it doesn't freeze uh, early enough. The um, uh, Another variety is that the, um, uh, the Incredible Blush and the Incredible Series, uh, the white and the blush, the blush has got a pink tone to it. Uh, the Incredible has got a white, uh, pure white uh, tone, very big flowers, 8 to 10 inch flowers, uh, very strong stems. Uh, these plants get better and better every year. These are the kind of plants that 10 years from now are going to be much, much better than they are today. So uh, great, uh, not only going to get a, a lot of uh, pleasure through the years, but great investment from a standpoint that's not something that's going to go backwards is something that's going to get better and better the um the let's dance microphilia series uh there's five or six varieties in this series rhythmic blue is one of the is one of the varieties in that series these are all rebloomers uh they start blooming uh generally about uh, the end of uh late june um and they will bloom well, you know, well into November. They will, they don't stop blooming. They keep throwing, uh, new flower buds right out of the ground, right out of the root system. Uh, just tremendous plant. The series called Let's Dance. There's, uh, four or five varieties in there. Um, to add more color to it, uh, there's a, 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 uh, Wygelia called Spilled Wine. Spilled Wine is a dwarf Wygelia, uh, just like a ruby. Uh, wine color, very, very dark, uh, just absolutely beautiful foliage. It blooms, uh, early spring. It does, it does periodically bloom through the summer. In the spring, it puts on quite a show with the blooms, but the real beauty of this plant is the foliage, just absolutely spectacular. Um, does not get uh, burned, does not get any spots on it. Uh, just fabulous, fabulous plant um, to have in your landscape. It gets to be about two feet by about 30 inches wide. That's about the size that it gets. Um, to extend all of this, put a limelight tree uh, in there, a limelight hydrangea tree. Uh, this is another plant that just blooms uh, all the way through. It's just now starting to bloom. Uh, it will bloom way late into October. And the same thing with this. As the flowers get spent, just go ahead and cut those off, uh, and you will find that they will keep right on blooming uh, all the way uh, all the way through. Uh, butterfly bushes, uh, a lot of new varieties in the butterfly bushes. There's a new variety, a new series called Pugster. Uh, Pugster is a very, very strong uh, stem, uh, very dwarf, only gets to be about uh, two to two and a half feet in height. Uh, huge blooms on it. Uh, it's got the, all the colors are there. I think there's the white, the purple, the pink, um, the wine color. Um, but they, uh, tremendous, um, Tremendous amount of color, uh, but these are much hardier than the uh, than the old varieties used to be, and and in the hibiscus one, the new varieties, the hibiscus, a upright called purple pillar. Uh, that uh, there's a series of the pillars. Uh, one is in purple. There's a pink uh, also in there. Uh, there's some new dwarfs. Uh, some of the new varieties of uh, the chiffons uh, series are just spectacular. Very uh, uh, very heavy bloomers. 
Uh, you can keep them very, you can keep them on the lower side. You can just, uh, when it comes in the spring, uh, cut them down to the ground to about eight inches. As they come up, you can go ahead and trim them again, uh, and have them uh, stay nice and full. Uh, but these are, uh, really super winners uh, when it comes to, to delivering color, delivering, uh, you know, year in and year out uh, performance uh, and pretty much uh, low maintenance, not a whole lot uh, that you have to do with these. Uh, these are some, you know, if you're looking for some color and some, uh, just add some spark uh, around your patio around an area where it's kind of dull and you want some color, these are great plants uh, uh, to use in there. You are listening to Gardening with Andrew, our phone number. Is area code 216-578-1100 or 216-578-1111. Short pause. We'll be right back. Back to Gardening with Angelo on News Radio WTAM 1100. Once again, Angelo Petit. We're back. You are listening to Gardening with Angelo. Our phone number, area code 216-578-1100 or 216-578-1111. Good morning, Angelo. Good morning, Angelo. Mm-hmm. How are you? Excellent. How are you? I'm okay, but I have such a problem. Um, I have a Luna Red hibiscus that huh? I bought in May. Hmm. Um, I planted in a very large pot, the same way you say with all the soil and the um, sweet pea and all that. Um, last week, I started noticing brown on my leaves, and it like overtakes the whole leaf. So I didn't see any insects, anything wrong with it. Um, like that, so I took the um, some of the cuttings to your store, and they had told me to spray it with copper fungicide because the, you know because of the yeah. heat and all that. Yeah. And I was watering it a lot, and I was afraid maybe I got root rot. So I did pull it out and look at it, and it's really root bound. And I was surprised that there's like no loose soil in there. So I wanted to know if I could replant it, but I don't know what else to do. Because yeah, well, the buds are falling off now. Okay. Do you have that? You said you have it in a pot? Yes. Okay. Uh, what I would do is um, just uh, pull it up <clears throat> The um, with your hands. Just go ahead and break it up. Okay. Just break up the bottom and break up the side. Okay. Um, and just put it back in there. Put some osmocote in there. The heat and the... Um, uh, the moisture was has been more uh, really the the excessive moisture and humidity that has caused uh, some of the um, the blackening on the um, on the foliage. Uh, they should uh, they should bounce right you know right back with uh, with no problem. Uh, just to, you know put some osmocote on there, um, and with the uh, dry weather that we're having now, it should take right off. Okay, but what about all the buds that are dropping off on me? I mean, the, the, it hasn't flowered yet. It's uh, trying to break. It, it, it will it will it will rebud. It will rebut. It will okay. rebut. And can I, should I put it in a larger pot? Because I did buy a larger pot. Yeah, I would put that, uh, uh, usually it's like in about in a 10-inch pot. I would put that in a 12 or 14-inch pot. Okay, okay. And then when you store it uh, for the winter, mm-hmm. uh, you can, you know, let it go there uh, till, um, like, late November, uh, yeah. till it's totally defoliated. Okay. And then uh, you can do two things with it. You can either, uh, if you have a cold garage, mm-hmm. water it real well and just uh, shove it in a corner in a garage somewhere um, and forget about it. When it comes in the spring, uh, about the end of uh, March, just take it outside and just let it come on on its own. Uh, they do survive very, very well in a pot. Or you can put it out, you can leave it outside, just put it up against the house in an area where it's the most uh, protective, it's not windy, mm-hmm. and just put some leaves or mulch right around the pot and leave it there. Mm-hmm. It'll, it'll be, uh, it's the last one that come up, you know, it won't be probably about the end of, uh, 
end of May before they start to grow, but they uh, they do come back uh, beautifully. Okay, should I spray copper fungicide again? I, I would. We had yeah. all that rain. Yeah, I would. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Angel. Right. I appreciate it. Yep. Enjoy your day. Thank you. Bye bye. Morning, Angelo. Morning, Angelo. Good morning. Great. How are you? Hey, listen. I have a problem with arborvitaes. I have some arborvitaes that are about fifteen or twenty years old, and they're starting to bend over during the heavy snows, and they're getting near some wires. So I need to cut them before the snow flies. Can you tell me when the best time to do that? Would uh, be? You could do that right now. Uh, they're um, they're just about done growing for the spring and hardening up. Uh, so you can go ahead and cut them. You can pretty much cut them any height that you want. Um, they, um, the, the one thing that'll have, once you cut them, generally they're not going to get a whole lot taller than the, than the, uh, height that you cut them now. Okay. Um, I would also, uh, trim the sides on them, uh, take off maybe about two, three inches on each side so that they really fill in, uh, okay. on the inside. Uh, the top is going to be bare for about a, it'll start to fill in this year. But it'll take it'll take all season next year to be uh, totally uh, green again. Uh, but it will fill in, and uh, the plants will definitely uh, perform very well by doing that. Um, tr- uh, feed them heavy now, and feed them again at the end of October. With uh, holly tone, and iron tone, and iron tone. Super, Angelo. Thank you so much. All right, you have a great have day. Have a great day. Mm, bye bye. Morning, Angelo. Good morning. Good morning. Angela. How are we doing? Time and you? Yeah, great. Thank you. I have a endless summer, beautiful blue hydrangea. I'm wondering how tall will it get and how wide? Uh, maximum uh, uh, height on those is about uh, 30 to 36 inches. Uh, Width wise, about three and a half to four feet. Uh, that takes um, about 10 years to get to that uh, to that level. Oh, okay, that's fine. Now, if the, I want it a little narrower, can I cut off the sides? Like yeah, yeah, you can. You know, you can definitely control it by the, uh, you know, by trimming it. You can keep uh-huh. it. Uh, you know, the, kind of confined to the area that you want it. That's not. Uh, you're not going to hurt it any. Uh, if you're going to do that, I would do that uh, early spring. Uh, when, oh, it, okay. when it comes, uh, as soon as, uh, before it breaks, just, be, you know, by you doing that, you're gonna force more growth out of the ground. Uh, they bloom on new wood and old wood, both. So, oh. you'll, you'll be, uh, getting, uh, uh, like the, if you look at the plant now, you'll see that the blooms that there now are, most of them are from the old wood, and the, okay. you'll see some, uh, uh, some shoots that they're straight up from the ground and the flower mm-hmm. the flower pot is like about uh, the size of a silver dollar those are the ones that they're coming out of the ground and they keep throwing those all summer long so uh the um uh you can yeah you can definitely control the the width uh that uh, that you wanted to be in there just by uh, trimming it okay good Great now point. i want to also ask you about drift roses I have one that is beautiful and very healthy. The other two just, isn't, they are not going to make it. They they had maybe on one twig, you know, some green leaves and all, but it just just isn't going to make it. Is it um, uh, is that wet there? Is it uh, something different there in the soil or? 
Well, it it's on a it's on a kind of a slope. Slope, okay. So yeah, they've the, had plenty of water, that's for sure. Yeah, the um, what happens is sometimes on a slope that the uh, the the roots they kind of surface on top and they dry up. Um, so what I would do is that much of a plant left over there now or no? Pardon? Is that much of a plant left? N- no, just the dry. Dry, but it, there's there's no green on there. Not now. Not now. Yeah, then I would go ahead and pull those out. Uh, the okay. uh, uh, if you're going to plant them on a slope, what I would do is uh, make sure that uh, you you work the soil really well. Make sure you put some good uh, you know compost in there, uh, mm-hmm. work that in, and then um, keep a mulch keep them uh, put mulch on there so that uh, that holds uh, the moisture and the. Uh, uh, the soil there sometimes on slope they have a tendency to wash out, especially when you get some uh, heavy rain and uh, and that exposes the uh, the fiber roots on top. Uh, oh. But I would uh, you know just uh, mulch that after you get done planting, make sure that you mulch them. Uh, that will hold that on there. But they should do well. Uh, they're, they're a very very tough uh, plant. They should do pretty much uh, well anywhere. Um, mm-hmm. That should not be a problem. Okay, I uh, thank you very much. All right, well, you have a great day. Yep, bye-bye. Too. Bye-bye. Margie Angelo. Good morning, Angelo. Good morning. Uh, I've got a question about my um, perennials. I've got a lot of perennials, and I'm not quite sure which ones I'm, uh, I'm allowed to cut down when they are looking, you know, when, they, when they're done blooming and looking kind of shaggy. Um, I would, uh, as a general rule, I would cut every perennial uh, back as soon as they're done blooming. Uh, do not let them go to seed. Uh, the majority of them are rebloomers. Uh, by cutting them down, I mean like cut them down to like about four to six inches. And uh, the key there is to make sure that uh, you feed your perennials with osmocote at this time. Um, feed them heavy so that they uh, you you're, uh, they will be vegetative uh, pretty much the rest of the summer and from then on uh, most of them will, will rebreak and rebloom. Um, that is the best way to keep the uh, perennials really looking uh, very healthy. Um, you know, by regenerating new growth, uh, the ones that are rebloomers they will all rebloom, and uh, but uh, that they won't give you that. Um, uh, the stressed look where they look kind of beaten up and uh, browned out and that. But as soon as they're done blooming, just cut them back. And um, But at this time, just go ahead and feed all your perennials with osmocote, and you will find that uh, they're all going to look a lot better and they're all going to thrive, and, and you're going to see a lot of reblooming. Okay, should I do the same thing with my herbs? Uh, the, the herbs, absolutely. The herbs, you should uh, you should cut the herbs uh, every couple of weeks, whether you need them or don't need them. Uh, the more you cut them, the more vegetative uh, they're going to be. You want all that fresh growth to keep to be there all summer long. Uh, so what you do is uh, <clears throat> cut the herbs. Uh, you can dry the herbs. You can take the herbs that you're using together. Um, they're very easy to dry. All you do is, uh, you know, cut them, uh, put them on a paper towel, and then put them in the uh, microwave, put a paper towel on top of it. Make sure that when you put them in there, that they're dry. Uh, put the uh, microwave on for two minutes, take them out, and then just go ahead and store them in a jar. Uh, they will be absolutely perfect uh, that you can use them all winter. But uh, once the once the herbs get to be woody and bloom, they're done. They they will seed up. They become very woody. So the key there is to keep them cutting back, 
at, at this time of the year, feed them asthma code heavy. When it comes the end of August, feed them asthma code again. Uh, and you will find that uh, you will keep them very, very vegetative. And don't be afraid to cut them and cut them back hard. Uh, they will uh, do much, much better. Okay, okay. I have one more question. I have a lamb here. I don't even know how it got in my garden, but the thing is five feet tall, and the spike on it is like 18 inches high. Um, should I cut that one, too? As, as, as soon as it's done blooming, the spike, just go ahead and cut it off. Just the spike, or? I would, you know, go down. Yeah, I wouldn't cut the whole plant off, but I would cut the spike off. Yeah, okay. All right. Thank you so much. Enjoy your day. Yep. Bye-bye. We're going to take a short pause for the news. We will be right back. Back to Gardening with Angelo on News Radio WTAM 1100. Once again, Angelo Petiti. We're back. You are listening to Gardening with Angelo, our phone number, area code 216-578-1100 or 216-578-1111. Good morning, our Angelo. Angelo, good morning. This is Dave from Parma Heights. How are you, sir? Great. How are you? Fine, thanks. I also have a question about arborvitaes. I know the other gentleman called earlier about, uh, sir, I'd like to do a planting, a new planting of about five or six arborvitaes for a privacy line along my my backyard. Now, we're in the month of July now. What I want to do this maybe in the fall. Um, yeah, you can do it. Uh, I mean, you can do it now. I mean, they. Um, uh, yep. Okay. As long as you, um, you're, you know, you, um, uh, you can water them. Uh, they're, you know, they're gonna need a good soaking, uh, probably about um, every uh, four or five days. Um, the area that you're gonna be putting them in, how much space do you have there? I've got a whole backyard. I've got. I mean, do you uh, have? What I'm going to use is probably about 30 feet, 20 feet. I want to, like that. There is, uh, there's uh, two varieties. One variety is called Green Giant. Um, that one, this one over here takes a little bit more room. It gets to be, uh, probably about six foot, uh, wide at the base, uh, mm-hmm. as it matures. Uh, they are deer resistant. Uh, the deer won't touch them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, so that's one. The other one would be emerald green. Emerald green is, uh, it's a narrow, uh, variety. It gets to be about maybe a two and a half feet, uh, in width. Um, the, uh, and the, uh, they get to be, uh, you can pretty much get them to whatever height you want and just go ahead and cut, uh, you know, cut them off at the top. You can actually make a wall out of them. Very nice. That was actually one, one part of my question here. So you described both varieties. So yeah. the green giant is the bigger and the, the wider. It, it, the it's the bigger variety, um, mm-hmm. and uh, it has. Um, uh, it gets to if you just let it go, uh, they'll, they'll get to be about fifty foot. Wow. Um, a big, mm-hmm. uh, big, beautiful wall. Uh, if uh, you know, if, if that's what you're looking for, um, mm-hmm. and they're um, straight as an arrow, a very, very strong plant, very hardy for our area to do very, very well here. Uh, and uh, the biggest okay. advantage of that is the deer don't touch them. Uh, yes, so, sir. so that's a, that's a you know. But the other one is narrower, uh, straight up. Uh, but with both of them, uh, if you want to keep them, let's say at eight foot, you just go ahead and cut the, cut them off at eight foot, mm-hmm. um, and just trim them as a wall, and there'll be a wall uh, the whole time. Thank you for that. The emerald green, as you said, is about two and a half, two and a half feet two, at the base. At the base, yes. Okay, so I'd want to I'd want to plant them farther apart to accordingly for that. So yeah, to allow the, them to- the the uh, the emerald green I would plant. Uh, to, 
from center to center, about three feet up, you know, three feet center to center. So you have, a, if you're going to make a wall out of it, that plan about three feet from center to center. Gotcha. The uh, uh, green giant, I plan them four feet center to center. Very good, sir. And one final question: At the time of planting, and you said you think it's okay to do it now, huh? Yeah, July? you can. Yeah, as long as you can, okay. uh, as long as you can water them. That, that's sure. And at the time of planting, any nutrients should I add in? I, I would, you know, prepare the soil. Make sure you, you know, get planting mix. Work that with your soil. Okay. Uh, when you're all done, make sure that you, uh, you know, mulch them. Uh, I would use halitone and iron tone on them. Gotcha. Uh, that, that is the slowest, best fertilizer you can use on them. I'd use it in the spring. I use it at this time of the year, and then I will use it again at the end of October, November. Use it now when I plant them. If I yeah, plant them now, use them use now, and then do it again at the end of October, November. In the fall. Very good, sir. I thank you for your time. Uh, all right. Have a great day. Enjoy great it out day. there. Yeah, bye-bye. bye-bye. Morning, our Angelo. Hello, good morning. Good Good morning, Angelo. Good morning. How are we doing? Okay, how are you? Excellent. Thank you. Um, I know you talk about... Um, Taking the leaves off of tomato plants, how how far up do you go? I would just get the bottom ones. I would just like the the first uh, three two three leaves at the bottom. I would remove those, and then the next thing I would remove would be the suckers. Oh, okay. Okay, the suckers you go all the way up, but okay. uh, there's usually those three four leaves at the bottom. Uh, by this time, you know they're kind of uh, beaten up and. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, rusted, go ahead and take those off so that uh, one, you create aeration there and you also get rid of uh, something that can attract, uh, you know, insects, uh, you know, to the area. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, uh, can you use Asmocote on cucumbers? Uh, I, I would use, uh, Plantone. I would use Plantone and Iron Tone on that. You know, you don't want them to grow too, uh, uh, Asmocote would make them grow way too fast. Oh, okay. You, you, you only want to use Asmocote on leafy vegetables, like, you know, lettuce, uh, spinach, you know, that type mm-hmm. of, uh, that type of, uh, legume. But as far as anything that, you know, peppers, tomatoes, cucumbers, zucchini, if you use Asmocote, it, they grow way too fast. It's, it's just going to give them way too much nitrogen. You really don't want that. You want something that grows it very slow. And that's what, um, you know, plant tone uh, and iron tone do. Okay, very good. Thank you so much. All right. Well, you have a great day. Thank you. Yeah, you. Bye-bye. Bye. Margaret or Angelo? Yeah, Angelo. Good morning. Good morning. I have a, a yard question and, um, and a plant question. On the yard on Wednesday when I went out, I looked across the yard, which is a bluegrass blend, a nice, very nice yard, and I see these brown spots starting to show up. And on, I look at the leaf very closely and it has, like, I want to call them real fine like little feathers on them and i can't determine whether it's a dollar spot or brown patch and do i treat them differently and how do i go about it yeah i would just go ahead and uh, you know treat them uh you know with the um you know the the insecticide now you know that that's what i would use i would use the uh, uh the scott insect control uh that that's what um you know that's what that that will take care of it Scott, they have a, several of them. Do you know the the, uh, the one that I would use now on the on the Scott would just be the the uh, summer insect control. Okay, and that will kill off the fungus. And the, do I have to do that application? No, I would just uh, I would just I said one application is going to uh, pretty much take care of it. Okay. Because because those brown spots are starting to increase in just a couple of days, I can see them. Yeah, I would just you know the uh, 
just go ahead and use the Scott's Disease X. That okay. Will, that will take care of it. Okay. Uh, put that down now. That's really brought, been brought on by the moisture and the um, uh, and the, you know the high humidity when it comes in the morning when you had that heavy heavy when they stayed on there the the grass never really dried up. Yeah. That's basically what brought that on. Uh, but we got a good week ahead. You know, it's, it looks like it's going to be a uh, fairly dry and uh, a little bit lower on humidity. That should uh, work really well. Uh, and I, you know, put it down uh, so that uh, it'll get on there very quickly, so it doesn't spread anymore. Can you put it on any time of day, or do you? I, I, any morning? time of day that doesn't uh, that doesn't have to, to you don't have to worry about watering that yet. Just put it down. Okay. A quick question about lightning lime. Uh, our dog leaves the spots and and the grass dies off, and I'm pretty good. We uh, go back, take out the dead grass. We uh, use sweet peat and seed over it. Can I put lightning lime down there? Would that help neutralize that area? Yes, it would. Yes, okay. it would. Okay, yeah. a couple quick uh, pruning questions. We have Korean lilacs, and we trimmed them after they uh, uh, bloomed, mm-hmm. but they're growing again pretty good. If we trim them again, will we lose our bloom? Or uh, You can do it now, but you'd have to do it. Generally, uh, July 15th is about the uh, uh, kind of the, the last uh Kind of the you know kind of the deadline before so that they have enough time to reset and rebud. Okay, on our bachelor buttons, if we cut back, are those ones that will uh, rebloom? No. Okay, no, that's but, what we. <laughs> but but uh, but you will uh, by you feeding them, uh, it will keep their foliage nice and green, so it doesn't uh, look that discolored uh, uh, yellow, uh, you know, yellow spotty. Uh, it'll keep the it'll keep the growth really fresh. Well, they're looking really good right now, but we thought that everything's about six to eight inches taller than it normally yeah. is in the garden. Yeah, yeah, we, we had a lot of moisture. Yeah. In the spring, we bought some flocks, and I was at the store, and I see there's a flocks now. It says it's going to bloom in the summer through August. Are those two different kind of flocks? They're, they're two different kinds, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, totally different. Uh, the, what, what you got is the creeping flocks. No, we didn't get creeping. Oh, they, you, they were upright. Oh, grown. the upright. Okay. So, yeah, those, they uh, uh, they will actually rebloom. They, okay. they will rebloom. Yeah, I'm sorry. To, when you said flat, uh, somehow yeah. I went to the creeping. Uh, no, the uh, the upright flax, yes, they they will uh, rebloom. Uh, make sure that you feed them. Make okay. Sure. Okay, and just as a, com- a compliment, we bought uh, six of your sunflowers, and, and we use them as on the outside of part of our property, which is pretty large, and they've just been outstanding. I think people should know about it. Well, the, the sun, the, those new varieties of sunflowers, uh, are ever blooming they're not like the typical uh, variety where they um they bloom one time and they're done they just keep on going oh, wait, yeah. wait, wait until you see what that it's going to look like at the end of august it's going to blow you away wow yeah. wow they're just outstanding right now well we they, they're just going to be way even better and better as the uh, uh the season goes on that's uh that, that's probably one of the best new uh, uh varieties that that's come out because there was everybody loves them, but they never lasted. These now they now you got a sunflower there that's going to be there, you know, pretty much all season. And when it comes this fall, it, and what a great uh, thing for the the uh, birds to oh, to, yeah. go, to go and feed on. Uh, so you 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 have the flowers that continues blooming, and then you have the food source over there for the birds to go to uh, and get. So it uh, it's it's a real winner. Yeah, the yeah. rabbits like them too. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> you, you, you got to keep everybody happy. Yeah, well, we, do those need fed with Osmocote? I would feed those with Osmocote, yes. Okay. Hey, listen, thanks for the information. You have a great day. Yeah, you do the same. Yeah, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Morning, you Angelo. Good morning. Good morning. How are we doing? I'm doing. Go ahead. Uh, yes, I have a question about uh, uh, gardens, and uh, it's... I want to put down, uh, like, spectricide uh, insect control on my lawn. Can you put that in the garden, too? No. You cannot? No, I would not do that. Uh, in a garden, I would use Captain Jack's, that brew. That's organic. Uh, works phenomenal. Uh, you don't want to use uh, spectricide in your, uh, you know, in your vegetable garden. It's okay to use okay. it on the lawn. Okay. And then uh, uh, I have... Uh, Rose of Sharon's, uh-huh. and like three weeks ago, there were like these little red bugs that were coming out of the dirt. Okay, and they were all over the Rose of Sharon's. Uh, what what is that? A mite or something? No, it's just it's a little, a little caterpillar that can't, that gets on there. Just uh, if you spray it with eight, uh, that okay. will that will take care of it very quickly. Okay, super. Uh, incidentally, I was at at your store and I bought a. Uh, uh, Rosebush and uh, your store in Avon and the people are absolutely super. Well, thank you so much. We appreciate uh, that. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you got you got very nice employees. Yeah, thank you. Okay, you're welcome. You have All a good right. Have a great day. Yep, okay. bye-bye. Bye. Morning, you Hello, good morning. Angelo. Yes, good morning. I have a question for you. I bought a, a weeping blue cypress can you turn the radio down? There, there's okay. a, Does it echo? Yeah. Okay. Now you got it. Okay. Sorry about that. No um, problem. I bought, a weeping, I bought a weeping blue cypress. Okay. And um, and uh, I noticed a little browning on the bottom of it. I think I might be overwatering it. I don't know if that's possible in this Yeah, case. it is. It is. Yeah, you can definitely overwater those. Uh, the um, you know, just just let the water, you know, let it go. The water now, just let it dry up. It should be okay. It should not uh, be much of an issue. Um, but uh, you know, what I would do is another thing that I would do on that. I would make sure to mulch it. You know? Okay. But the weeping cypress, the weeping blue cypress, they're marginal in this area. Just so you know, they're not. Uh, uh, they're not um, hardy. Uh, you know, they can go for uh, three, four, five years, and they'll be fine. And then you get a real cold, uh, real cold year, and they'll be gone. Uh, but the, but the the moisture is what caused that. Uh, just let it dry up. How often should I water? I've been I've been doing it about thirty minutes a day. Oh no no no! Way over way overdoing it. Way overdoing oh, okay. it. Yeah. yeah, you soak it really well, like about once a week. And that's oh, okay. it, yeah. But not every day. No, you. I, I don't need to add anything to the soil. But you already planted. You already, it's already yeah. planted. The only thing I would do, I would do, yeah. I would do, I would feed it. You know, I would. If you haven't fed it, I would put, uh, you know, a holly tone and iron tone on there. Okay. Thank you. Angela. All right. Have a great day. Thanks. Yeah. Mm, bye bye. Thank you. Bye. Morgan Rangelo. Good morning, Angelo. Good morning. How, how are you? Great. How are you? I'm great. Hey, first of all, let me just say you're you're. Canton story spectacular. I'm so glad you're down here now. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I have a bunch of spirea, and I have a double play, and I didn't get a chance to cut it back last year, so it's absolutely huge. Well, I had 
unexpectedly move it. And after I moved it, I watered it good. I put, you know, I fed it and everything. It doesn't look too bad. It's getting kind of sparse, but I figured it was because of the shock. I want to cut it back, but I'm afraid to now. No, Can I or should I? Oh, no, cut it back. Cut it oh, back. Yeah, like yeah, cut it back. Foot. Cut it back to like to the size of a basketball. Okay. I was afraid that would stress it out no. more, and I didn't want to do that. No, just go ahead, cut it back. And uh, when did you transplant it? Um, about the end of May. Yeah. No, go ahead, cut it back, feed it. Uh, it should be back, uh, you know, really nice, and uh, you should get all new growth on there. Okay. Uh, it should look really good for, uh, you know, by the end of uh, uh, August, should be nice and full and should be uh, ready uh, to put on a nice show for fall. Okay, and just plant town and iron town? Plant town and iron town will do the job. Okay, excellent. Now, I have some berries, some raspberries. I bought the Everbearing at your store, and I have mm. some pieces and parts from a friend. Um, yours have already started blooming a little bit. And I heard you say something earlier about netting. What kind of netting do you suggest? Yeah, just like a bird netting. Oh, okay. Okay, that, uh, you know, it's kind of a, it lets the light through, it lets the rain through, but it just keeps the birds out. Okay, so it wouldn't be like a cheesecloth. No, right? no. Okay, and is that something I could get at your store? Yeah, we we have it over there. Okay, um, I have a problem with raccoons getting into a hummingbird feeder. Um, so can I put down um, repelazol? Repelazol yeah, will work. work. That'll work. Yep. Just spray it around the area. It's then? a uh, it's a granule. Just go ahead and kind of uh, sprinkle it all the way around the area where they're at. Okay, because I have the the spray and the granule. So use I, I would I would use the granule. Okay, okay. And I have something getting in my garden. My cucumbers have just absolutely exploded this year, and I'm so excited, and I got them behind a fence. But something is eating the tippy tops of those and my tomatoes. It can't be deer because they couldn't stretch it's, it's, their it's chipmunks. It's chipmunks. Is it chipmunks? Yeah, I didn't yeah. know if it was that or squirrels. Yeah, you know, chipmunks uh, generally are the ones that uh, can really get through anything and uh, they will uh, they will nip at all the uh, cucumber uh, the tips and they will lip, they will nip on the tomatoes yeah. uh, the, the same thing that you can go ahead and use repels all on the outside of the, of the garden okay so just you know just to kind of sprinkle that right around the area uh, where you have them uh, they should keep them out Okay, yep. Now, will, because I have it on a mister system, will that water eventually kind of wash that away? I mean, how often I mean, should it, I do it, that? It's probably, about, it'll probably last about three weeks. Oh, okay. All right. Well, half of them are gone now, so it's probably too late, but at least maybe for next year. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, they'll still keep, they'll still keep producing. They'll still oh, well, keep, oh, well yeah. okay. Yeah, they'll still yeah. keep producing. I mean, it, you know, it's very early in the season. You got a long way to go on uh, on both of those. On the cucumbers, uh, make sure that I would uh, spray them with the uh, copper fungicide, okay. um, so that uh, you know the, the the only thing that gets to them is really the the um, the blight. Uh, or if, if, if keep an eye for the beetles. But generally, if this, you know, if there's if they stay healthy, uh, they will produce for a long, long time. Okay, now I've been using, I didn't, I guess I'm confused when to use Captain Jack's and when to use... Ca Captain Jack's is for insects and copper fungicide is for diseases. Okay, so can I use both? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, now, they, they're, both orga they're both organics, you can use them and pick the fruit the same day, no problem. Okay, now I, so if I have my mister system set on like every other day, because my garden now this year is in full sun because the neighbor took down some trees... Um, I, I'm I'm watering it every 
every other day 30 minutes. Is that too much? Because um, I'm afraid it's yeah. going to... It, it it's quite a bit uh and okay. the, the you know the if you were um you know number one put the uh the the, the uh, sprinkler so that it goes on in a morning uh don't, right, I don't, do. don't let it go on at night so that that's, right. that's one that's first thing uh second uh like on tomatoes you know they don't need that much every other day that's okay. that's a lot uh, i would cut that back to like maybe about uh you know 10 to 15 minutes Okay. Uh, okay. Well, I was afraid then that that wouldn't be enough, and the roots would come to the top because it wasn't getting a good soaking. No, no, they, 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 they should be more than enough. Okay, so ten to fifteen minutes. What every like three days or so? Uh, every couple of days. Every couple of days. If it doesn't rain. It, even with the ninety degree heat. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. Now, will that wash off the copper fungicide in the Captain Jacks then? I mean, I have them set so it's getting the bottom of the plant. Yeah, I don't have a drip irrigator, but yeah. I. I no, as long as it doesn't get the top, it, you know, they'll okay. stay on there. Yeah. Okay, perfect. All right, thank you All so right. much. Have a great day. Yeah, you bye-bye. Morgan Arangelo. Hello, good morning. Hello. Yes, good morning. Okay. I bought a hydrangea last year that had really maroon. It was a lace tech cap, and it had the outer, you know, the outer petals were so deep maroon. Uh, now they're kind of purple. <laughs> Uh, that has to do more with the uh, soil. Right. Is there some uh, additive I can put in? You can put lime on there. Lime would do it? Yeah, lime would help it. Okay. I mean, it's pretty, but it was just spectacular with these dark maroons. Yeah. The, uh, the, the, when it comes to the colors uh, on all the uh, Moped I range, especially on the rebloomers, yeah. uh, because they, they keep they keep blooming all summer as the as the nutrients leach out or as, or as the uh, pH changes. Because uh, what happens in the summer, uh, the more we water and the you know, the, the pH yeah. does change. Uh, I'm very acidic soil anyway. Yeah, that's why you're having that purple. So you're blessed in one way. Yeah. Uh, if you're looking for blues, uh, and uh, but it, when it comes to all these new varieties of wide ranges that we're getting now. Uh, that they are having more, uh, maroons and, uh, deep purples, uh, and that, that you're, you are going to have a little bit of a different color. Right. Okay. I knew it was something I would have to add, but I didn't know whether it was, lime. which it was. Lime. Lime will do that. Okay. Thank uh, you so much. All right. Well, you have a great day. Yep. Thank you. Mm, bye-bye. Bye. Good morning, Good morning, Angelo. How are we doing? Good. Thank you. Uh, I had six clematises that I bought from your store this May, and they were all spectacular. I was a little late with the copper fungicide, and one, it's all browned out. Can I cut that back? Can yeah, I cut it back cut, and fertilize it? Yeah, cut the cut the black out, uh, feed it, and spray it with copper fungicide. Oh, right from the start, then. Yeah, you can go ahead. And, yeah, you could. You know, I would do on on the on all these new varieties of um, clematis. They are rebloomers. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you want to keep those things as healthy and as strong as you can uh, throughout throughout the summer because when it comes in the fall and summer they will rebloom. So just go ahead and um, whenever you whenever you see uh, that we're getting a lot of heat, you know, like right. high heat and and high humidity, just spray it before it gets there. Uh, right. gets ahead of it so that that doesn't happen. Uh, but what you have there now, cut that off, feed them, spray with the copper fungicide, and they'll be just fine. 
Now, the other ones, I actually have been deadheading them, man. It takes forever because I had so many blooms. Do I refeed them now? Yeah, feed them. Yeah, absolutely, okay. yeah. You, you want them, you want, they're going to rebloom. Right, and right. they're going to be spectacular. So yeah, you want to keep them, uh, you know, well fed. You know, just uh, uh, holly tone and iron tone. Right, that's what I did. All right, sounds All right. good. Thank you much. You have a great day. Yep. Bye bye. Well, the uh, the hour is pretty much gone. But well, what a spectacular weekend uh, we have, uh, especially after all that uh, miserable heat we had last week. Uh, that's this is going to feel really, really great uh, to be out and about. Uh, enjoy your day. Be safe, and I'll be back next Saturday. Bye-bye.